A few weekends ago, I preached about evangelization and how we're called to proclaim Christ to the world, how we're called to be his witnesses. And we should have a strong desire for that. We should want the the zeal of the Holy Spirit to consume us for that. But at the same time, we also need to be really wise understanding of how that works today in 2022, especially for people in America. We know the gospel has power in itself when we proclaim that Jesus Christ has died for our sins and has risen for us and has sent the Holy Spirit upon us for the forgiveness of sins. People are converted, people change, but simply by the proclamation of that gospel. And yet we know that today, sometimes it happens less and less because people aren't even aware of an expectation or desire for God. In many ways, I think it's accurate to say that our modern American culture today is very frequently deaf to the divine word. The gospel can always pierce any heart, but it seems like today, compared to other ages, there's a much more resistance to even just hearing the word of the Lord in some way. So one person describes it this way. When we talk to people about God and Jesus and salvation, it's kind of like this. You, you know those, life, those lifesaver rings on like a cruise ship? You, know, you throw into the water and grab onto this life, lifesaver. It's kind of like walking up to somebody in a suit, maybe reading the paper in uh, Central Park in New York City. They're just, you know, reading the paper on a, just a regular day. And you go up to them and you just chuck that lifesaver at them. And you're, they're like, what, what the heck? What, what are you doing? And you're like, grab hold of it and you'll be saved. They're like, dude, get out of here. Like, you're, you're launching salvation at them, and it's bouncing off because they're like, hey, like, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just in a park reading the paper. What, what do you mean something's wrong? What do you mean I need to be saved? What, what do you mean that there's, there's danger? Like, I don't see it. That's what that being deaf to the, to the divine word is kind of like. So the question is, if, if, if in modern society there's not a kind of a sense of sin, there's not a sense of like our impending death, and what do we do about that? If, if a lot of people believe that the cosmos is just a random occurrence and it's just going to end someday and we can't do anything about it, and who knows what the truth is, like, how do you speak into that? What St. Paul did as he's going through the churches of Asia, as he's going through Asia Minor and, and Antioch and Pisidia and Cyprus, is before he talks about Jesus, he goes back and he talks about the expectation of Israel. He goes through the whole history of the covenant, the whole history of their slavery in Egypt, the whole history of, of the kings, of King David, and waiting for this descendant. And then he's like, okay, here's all the things you've been waiting for, and they've been fulfilled in the person of Jesus. God raised him from the dead. Kind of fill in the backstory, and for the for the Jewish people who are listening, you know they're very familiar with this. But there were also Gentile worshippers who weren't fully Jews, but they kind of knew a little bit of the story. They were interested. There were other people who didn't know much at all. And Paul fills out that backstory for what are they hoping for, and then he announces Christ to them. So in our modern world, it's kind of like this. For the guy sitting on the park bench in Central Park, reading the newspaper, who doesn't have anything dangerous around him, so he thinks, 
What is he expecting in life? What is he hoping for in life? What's he really want most of all? Because even though he might not know anything about Israel and the history of the Jewish people, even though he might not kind of think in terms of like sin and grace and redemption, there's something he's living for. There's something he wants. And the key is somehow to show that what he actually wants has to do with holding on to this lifesaver of Jesus Christ. And that could be as simple as, in the Gospel today, you know, Jesus says, in my Father's... Jesus says, in my Father's house there are many dwelling places. Don't you know I'm going to prepare a place for you? I'm going to get a place ready for you to have a home? That sense of home, that sense of belonging, that sense of a place prepared for me that no one can take away from me, that is a deep desire of people today in our culture who grew up more and more with broken families, a lack of belonging, a deep sense of rejection for many different reasons from other people, even the sense of like belonging to like a country. Like I think in, for much of the 20th century, most people in churches could be like, you know what, I know I belong at least to this country. I'm a citizen of this great American country. And now a lot of people are like, America? Like, I don't know, maybe it's not so great. I mean, I'm a citizen, but I'm an American, but like, it doesn't really matter. It's just like an accident. There's a deep longing to, to belong to something that's permanent, especially for those who come from broken families. And this could be a great place for the guy on the park bench to be like, do you actually have community that you belong to? Are you connected not just with, with your work or your hobbies or what you do on the weekends, but do you have a place where you know like this is home and no one can take it from me? I think that's a powerful place for us to, to proclaim Christ in a place where there's a lack of belonging, there's a lack of home, where Jesus talks about in my Father's house, there's a place for you. I'm preparing it for you. I'm the way to get there. So friends, I think it's a good practice for us as we pray to be evangelists, as we pray to be missionary disciples, to put ourselves in the shoes of the person on the park bench or just someone we know who has like very little interest in God and be like, what, what would it matter to them? What is something that they seek after where, where Christ could be proclaimed into that? Maybe to think about belonging to a permanent community of people, of love, uh, could be a way into that to evangelize them, to proclaim Christ to them. Let's pray this morning, as, as Our Lady of Fatima encourages us to do, to, to pray for all people, especially for sinners, to do penance that all might know the saving word of her Son.